everyone. This is Monica Reinagel, the Nutrition Diva, here with your quick and dirty tips for eating well and feeling fabulous. Last week, we got into a discussion about nutritional supplements on the Nutrition Diva Facebook page. And a couple of people made the comment that fruits and vegetables aren't as nutritious as they used to be because the soil has become depleted. And I thought that would be an interesting topic to investigate further. If you've been listening to my show for any length of time, you probably know that I believe that you're usually better off getting your nutrition from real food than from dietary supplements. There are some cases where supplements make sense. For example, I've done shows on multivitamins, on vitamin D and fish oil. You'll find those in the show archives. But for the most part, if you're eating a healthy diet, you really shouldn't need to take handfuls of vitamins as well. But what about this idea that we need to take supplements in order to make up for the fact that fruits and vegetables are less nutritious than they used to be? Has our soil become depleted of nutrients and rendered these healthy foods nutritionally bankrupt? It is true that growing crops removes nutrients from the soil. And over time, soil that's farmed intensively and constantly can become depleted of certain nutrients. Although farmers add nutrients back to the soil in order to maintain the productivity of the land, they might not always replace everything that's been depleted. For example, plants absorb minerals from the soil that aren't necessarily required for healthy plant growth, but they do contribute to the health of the animals and the humans that eat those plants. Over time, these nutrients might become depleted, and if they don't noticeably affect the crops, farmers might not bother to replenish them. As a result, the level of certain nutrients in fruits and vegetables could decline. That's the theory anyway. So what's the evidence? A couple of studies, one in England and one done here in the United States, have attempted to compare nutrient data collected in the 50s and the 60s with more recent nutrient analyses. Both studies found some differences. For example, the British study found that the calcium content of modern vegetables was on average about one-fifth lower than what was measured in the 60s, and the average copper content declined almost 80%. The U.S. study, which was more carefully controlled, found that amounts for a few nutrients like vitamin C, iron, and riboflavin declined somewhat, several were the same, and a few actually increased. And I've got citations in the show notes for both of these studies if you'd like to look into that further. Now, these studies are widely but very selectively cited in books and articles that are critical of industrial agriculture, as well as websites that sell nutritional supplements. You never see any mention of the fact that the level of some nutrients has apparently increased in the last 50 years, for example. Instead, that 80% decline in copper levels that was observed in the British study is frequently translated as fruits and vegetables have lost 80% of their nutritional value. And that's obviously a gross mischaracterization of the findings. The authors of both of these studies are very candid that most of the differences that they observed are probably explained by factors other than nutrient depletion of the soil, and that it's not at all clear that these changes pose a problem. For example, the dramatic decline in copper levels in vegetables between 1960 and 1990 is probably because copper-based pesticides, which were widely used then, are not as commonly used now, in part because they're very toxic. When you actually read these studies in their entirety, it becomes clear that a lot of the differences are most likely the result of changes in sampling methods or measurement techniques, geographical variation, as well as the random variation in nutrient values from one pepper or strawberry to the next. And that's much more significant than most people realize. But the biggest factor of all appears that we simply grow different varieties than we used to. Vegetables have been intensively bred to increase yield, to decrease the time to harvest, and to have a greater resistance to pests and diseases, but not necessarily to improve their nutrient content. And that, by the way, is changing fast. As consumers become more focused on nutrition, they're now concentrating on breeding fruits and vegetables that boast higher nutritional value. 
There's also been a big resurgence in heirloom varieties lately. People are returning to the strains of fruits and vegetables that are more similar to those that we were growing back in the 50s and the 60s. And finally, as concerns about mineral depletion have been raised, many organic and biodynamic farmers and gardeners are taking steps to replenish the soil with mineral-rich amendments like rock dust, in addition to the regular organic fertilizers. If you're interested in remineralizing your garden, by the way, I've got a link in the show notes to some resources for you. But my point here is that there are a lot of factors that influence the nutritional value of fruits and vegetables, and I think many of them are actually trending in a positive direction. In the meantime, even if some vegetables are a little lower in certain minerals, I don't think this is as big a deal as some people think. In my opinion, skimping on your veggies and eating junk food poses a far more present danger to your nutritional well-being than nutrient-depleted soil. As long as you're eating a healthy diet with a nice variety of fresh fruits and vegetables, you really should still have your bases covered. And for tips on how to get more vegetables in your diet, I've got a link in the show notes to my episode on that topic. This is Monica Reinagle reminding you that these tips are provided for your information. They're not intended as medical advice. And speaking of medical advice, this week marks the 52nd episode of the House Call Doctor's Quick and Dirty Tips for Taking Charge of Your Health. You can congratulate Dr. Rob on one year anniversary of his show over on his Facebook page. Post a comment or a question on his wall before the end of the month, and you'll be entered to win free books and audiobooks from Macmillan Publishers. Feel free to post your comments and questions on the show notes or on my Nutrition Diva Facebook page. I answer a lot of those listener questions in my newsletter, so if you've sent a question my way, just be sure you're signed up to receive that. Now have a great week, everybody, and remember to eat something good for me. Mm-hmm.